This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey guys, welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. This is episode 454. And what I have to do right now is tell you that this is not a full-length episode. This is something quick and fun that we did while we were in Wyoming Bear Camp. And I thought it would be funny as its own standalone thing. Uh, considering the circumstance and all that. Uh, so it's quick, but just so you know, this week we have another full-length episode coming out. And I think the noteworthy thing for us as a podcast and moving forward and growing, this is the last time that I'm doing, well, in the studio officially, in my house studio, this is the last time I'm doing any official recordings. I might end up doing some stuff on the side here and there, um, just kind of in a pinch. But as of right now, the home studio for Working Class Bowhunter. This is the last couple recordings that I'm doing. I'm only doing intros and stuff like that. And everything else, this week we move into the new studio and we have our first in-studio guest uh, like two days after we move in, which is kind of stressful when you book it that way. But I'll let you guys know we have a ton of awesome guests already booked out until the end of summer already. And we're going to kind of give a variety of whitetail stuff, western stuff, um, and archery stuff stuff we think is interesting and fun and hopefully you do too um we are booked up pretty far but that doesn't mean that we can't try and squeeze something in here and there so if there's someone that we haven't had on that you guys would like to hear just let us know and we'll do our best to get them on uh but i'm just gonna i'm gonna get through this quickly and let you guys get to this episode i think it was a ton of fun and uh pretty funny kind of cruel uh you decide, but either way, um, everybody had a good time and is cool with it. Uh, the podcast is now presented by Elite Archery and also brought to you by the rest of our amazing sponsors. We couldn't of do, we couldn't do what we do without them. And I know it's like an easy thing to eye roll, be like, ugh, sponsors. They talk about sponsors, da da da. Well, I don't think when people say that they don't understand the work and the money and all that stuff that goes into doing a weekly show and the time that we put into it. So if you're one of those people, hear us out. And, you know, the way we talk, we say what we want, we cuss, we, we drink beer. For these companies to support us even through that 
And that just shows that they're about real hunters because we're real people. That's stuff that real people do. Um, not everybody's in this perfect box of fairy tale bow hunting like some of the hunting shows make it seem. I've been to ATA show and seen a lot of stuff. Trust me, people aren't like how they portray. Um, but we are. And if you don't like it, eh, that's fine. Move on to somewhere else. So that being said, we do appreciate Elite Archery, Scent Crusher, Rogue Ridge, The Grind, Spy Point, Old Barn Taxidermy, Big Time, HHA Sports, Victory Archery, Thermoseat, Huntworth Clothing, Loophole Optics, Slick Trick, uh, Pull Back and Let Go, Hunter's Blend Coffee. Uh, they've all supported us, I mean, for a while now, and it's pretty awesome. Um, and then we do have a veteran shout-out. I know Doug normally reads them, but I'm going to read them now. Uh, well, the, this one and probably the next episode. Uh, brought to you by HHA USA, Uniting Service Members and Archery. They're doing some awesome stuff. A lot of 3D shoots uh, with HHA USA going on. But here, here's the veteran shout-out. Andy Hodel uh, submitted this. I'm, once again, I'm sorry if we butchered your last name. Uh, veteran name, Eric, Eric Bone, a.k.a. Boner. Um, he's in the Navy. And this is what they put in for his shout out. One to give a shout out to my good friend and brother, Eric. After high school, Eric spent six years as a CB uh, slash mechanic in the Navy. He's traveled to a lot of different places, but we have always kept in touch over the years. He even traveled back to Michigan from where he lives now in North Dakota to stand in my wedding for me. I'm honored and proud to call him my friend. Thank you for your service, brother. And I hope we can plan a hunt sometime soon. Um, he grew up bow and gun hunting deer and turkeys. Um, so awesome. Thank you, Eric, for your service. And thanks Andy for submitting that. That's pretty awesome. When you have a friend like that, even through like all the traveling and being a part that you guys maintained your friendship. Uh, I kind of have a similar, um, experience with one of my best friends, Dakota Cosmaker grew up with him and he was in the air force and he now lives in Ohio, but we still do what we can to get together. And same thing. He was in my wedding and all that. So it's great to have good friends, especially when they're, uh, badasses and and serve their country so thankful for both of you guys and i hope you guys enjoy this episode <laughs> let me know what you think it's kind of wild maybe a little cruel but uh, i think either way you'll get a kick out of it enjoy it we are in wyoming in literally the middle of nowhere podcasting again in a canvas wall tent and we got some fun stories here this is probably the fear of everyone from the midwest coming out west where there's mountain cougars and dangerous animals and whatnot but real quick before we get in the story because we're just gonna cut the bullshit and go right into it um well int everybody introduce themselves we'll, we'll start with the the man of the hour <laughs> dustin hayne from indiana and you, you came out and booked this hunt through the podcast. Yep. If you listen to the other episodes we did, you've got that covered by yeah. now. We got the man himself. Trey Heiner, owner of Double Diamond Outfitters. And then we got the uh, the second man himself. <laughs> Kelby Heiner. So thanks for having us, guys. This is awesome. Good time as always. Um, I, let's just cut into it because you guys showed up first and had been hunting here, and then Eric and I showed up a few days in. And last night we... At your expense, had a lot of fun laughing at you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but we also feel for you. We figured this would be a, a funny story for the podcast. So just start from wherever you want to start from, and then we'll give you shit from there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's one of those things, you know, not being from around here, walking around in the dark and woods that you've never been in. I, I can get kind of jumpy. I've got startled by freaking gate 
reflectors and everything else this <laughs> right. week, you know. Right. But so I <laughs> I set up on the bait last night and uh like third time I've been up there and it had mule deer walk right up behind me, you know, kinda of catch you off guard and Yeah. So it gets dark in the you know, it gets dark in the woods and I start making my trip down and I don't know, what is that? Probably like two miles back there or so. Yeah, a mile yeah. and a half. Yeah, I mean it's it's enough of a hike, you know, but yeah. most of it's road. So I, I'm just walking down the road. I've just got this little green light on, you know, and yeah. I kind of get into a spot where there's a lot more trees mm-hmm. and the green light wasn't cutting it. So I turned on my bigger light. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I hear some crashing in the woods, takes off running, you know, it kind of sounded like an elk or something. Like you, know? you jumped it or something like yeah, that? Yeah, spooked it. Well, the next thing I know... I have the shit scared out of me because I hear the real low growl of a cat. So after puckering real hard, you know, I took off running. Or, you know, I started I started moving quicker, you know, thinking I'm like, well, maybe I'll just, like, piss off and I'll just keep moving. Yeah. That wasn't the case because then I, I get down the road a little farther and uh, I hear the growl again. And it's still kind of, like, right next to me. Like it's hanging with you as you're moving. Yeah, because, like, where I'm at, you know, it drops down to a valley on one side and there's a ridge on the other, right. you know, and it, it, it sounded like it was just kind of going down the ridge and was kind of following me. Yeah. So yeah. I pick up the pace a little faster, you know, and what kind of noise did it make? I'm not doing the noise, well, damn it. We'll get, to, we'll get to the noise here in a minute. <laughs> so I, everyone's heard a mountain lion a video or something, you know. I'm picturing you being like, you know, like you have a house cat and you got like that little squeaker <laughs> toy on the thing. That's, that's you at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, uh, so then I keep, I, I'm still moving man and uh then i heard it again and it, it i mean it wasn't it didn't sound like it was that far so i may or may not have panicked and pulled out my gun and just popped a couple of rounds and took off running just like warning shots huh? <laughs> yeah pretty much like i said last, like i said last night so man you, I, you actually were like to the point where you're like i have to shoot in the dark dude, just to scare I, off. i'm telling you like i've never had a feeling of like i was being hunted so bad in my life you know <laughs> so it's like I take off running. I think I set a whole new land speed record coming down that cliff. You know, and I'm like I said last night. I I don't think a Kenyan could have beat me down. You know, I I would have raced a horse, a Kenyan, anybody. I don't. I didn't care. Yeah. I got. I was freaking. By the time I got down, man, my legs were burning so bad. I had my pack on. I don't know if anything fell out. I just just got out with it. Yeah. You know, because you know, Brandon, the guide, was sitting in his truck down there waiting on me, and he's like, "What?" He, you know, he's like, are you something going on? You could tell I was kind of startled, you know, because I come down like through like a park camp, you know, and there's yeah. people sitting there. They're all staring at me as I'm like beelining across How far are field. they from you as you're running? Like how far? Oh, uh, when I was ran through like the middle of that, I'm probably only 60, 70 yards from like this camp. <laughs> so they're <laughs> just like, watching this light just book through oh, this yeah. field? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I go down the road and there's one spot that we always cut in on the horse, like with the horses and yeah. I think I hit like three steps on the way down, uh-huh. you know, just like bounced down and hit that big open field. And just because the road's at the end of that field, so I'm booking it, you know. And Brandon's like, I'm like, you're all right? You know, I was like, oh, man, I started telling him. And of course, he's laughing, you know, right. instantly laughing. So then I'm feeling like a jackass, you know. But bunch of Western guys making fun of the flatlander. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then. Uh, so after you shot, because you shot three rounds. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was kind of like a head, like I, I didn't mean to. It was more of like a panic shot. Like kind of like a panic shot. At the <laughs> point, you know. Did, so did you hear it after you shot? Yeah. Twice. Still. So you're like enticing it, it at this point. Yeah. I don't know. It must have thought I looked pretty good or something. I don't know. But. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the last time I heard it growl, man, it was kind of off, like in the distance. So I, I don't know if like I startled it while I was like trying to like hunt something, and then it was just pissed at me because I ruined dinner. It just redirected know? its focus yeah. on you. But Brandon's like, man, he goes, I could see your headlight. And then it disappeared. And I could see your headlight, and it disappeared. I'm like, yeah, I was turning around. I was like, I felt like something was following me after that, you yeah, know? Yeah, So, <laughs> yeah, so, it was uh, definitely interesting. <laughs> so you legit were, like, scared for your life. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it startled me enough. I was like, yeah, I want to get out of here right now. You know? Well, what did it, you got to give us, like, a sound. Like, because <laughs> mid, we're mostly Midwestern listeners. They're not going to know what a mountain cougar sounds like. I'm sure they could Google it. You gotta give us like a give, give us a, give us a sample. Oh no, 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 no! What do you, they normally sound like? Kelby will get, give us like this. Yeah, pretty much, just like that. Just like yeah, that. yeah. I, I mean, it, like I said, man, it was enough that when I hit that flat ground, man, I thought I was having a stage five clinger, and my freaking heart was bracing so hard. So you heard, <laughs> so you heard that sound like exactly, oh, yeah. just yeah. like that. Yeah. It was right after the whatever I, I spooked, man. It took off. Oh my god! <laughs> Dang! Pull your mic back up, Kelly. So it was just like that. That's Pretty what much. it sounded like. Yeah. No I, kidding. I heard that like three times before I shot. <laughs> I guess I guess I did like a shot for each each time I heard it growl at me. Yeah, yeah. You know. I guess the big question is about us, Kelby. How close were the bullets to you? <laughs> hey, different direction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. it was you walking around up there, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, so it, was, it was actually Kelby up there messing with him. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I was, dude, I had a heart attack, man. Oh, I know. So I went up there. I waited for you like 30 minutes as you're coming down. Um senior light come through the tree so i just went over and under my horse ran it up into the trees and i start growling there and i seen you stop and look and you start picking up the pace i ran up there and i didn't know 100 percent you're a shoot but i was like 90 percent sure so i bailed over the back side of the ridge got behind the tree and i did it again and there came bullets just <laughs> oh god and then i looked down and i just see this light streak just boom <laughs> Hauling butt. Oh, you asshole. So I was on the ridge. I was hauling butt. I, on a I horse. I went to the top on a horse. Oh, you were on the horse. Yeah, I was on the horse the whole time. So that's, that's, what, was I heard, yeah. that's yeah. what I heard. And I'm running up to the top of the ridge. I'm on a high lope. When I get to the edge and got really steep, I bail off my horse mid-stride. And I'm running my horse downhill trying to beat back to the trailer. And you went all the way around the mountain and down the bottom and beat me back to the track. You were out. I told you, man, I was moving. <laughs> we don't, you know, we don't have nothing like that around our house, you know. So, oh, dude, you have people walking around making cat noises. No, no. <laughs> the that, best part is, as I'm going through the campground, I was running my horse up there. It's getting dark. I didn't want to beat you out, or you beat me out. So people see me running by on a horse, and I literally heard him say, what the hell is he doing? And then you come running back on a sprint, and then five minutes later, here I come on a horse again. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh. that's amazing. Uh, in your defense, this is f- hilarious that we unraveled that on the podcast, but that would have scared the shit out of me. I would have been oh, running. Yeah. Fat. Anyone would have, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, maybe not the Western boys. Yeah. Been like. Trey would have been like, Kelby, is that you? Yeah, what's a cat going to do? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So was that? did you plan on that initially, or was it just kind of like a last-second idea? So Brandon <laughs> stopped, and we just got talking, mate, how you were saying that in your job, if people don't mess with you and do cruel stuff to you, oh, that yeah. you don't think yeah. you're friends. Yeah. 
then we start thinking of ways to mess with you because we were laughing how you're scared of the gate, and then it just started oh, rolling from oh, there and man. there. And... Yeah, yeah. Hey, whatever. Aren't you glad fun. you almost didn't get killed by a mountain lion now? And it's yeah. I mean, it makes you feel a lot better. But man, what a freaking trip, though. God. <laughs> yeah. What about your good friends to start a podcast yeah. and reel it to you like that? Yeah. Hey. Oh, hey, guys. By the way, it was just me. So. <laughs> But. I was wait, I was wondering how long it'd take you to catch on because I it wouldn't for me. I no, mean, I shit. I wasn't going to. <laughs> I would have. I would have went home and be like, yeah, I got chased by a cat. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Aren't you glad you came out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> now, now your wife won't be as mad. Yeah. That you almost I still got. about had a heart attack though. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I've never moved so fast. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> so now everyone that booked hunts from the previous podcast are like, mm, I yeah. don't know about this. <laughs> Just find out if Kelby's going to be in camp. Right. If oh not, perfect. You That's know. too funny. Dude, we were dying last night talking about it. But, like, genuinely, I mean, that would scare anybody. But, uh that's great. I think mostly everyone in camp knew it was Kelby, I think, besides him. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, everyone did. Well, you told your story, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, that would be really scary. And then Trey's like, there's Kelby up there on the mountain. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you got behind something, man. I just popped a couple rounds about that direction. <laughs> That's all the whole time I was thinking. I was like, man, he got shot at. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you knew it was going to I I had it planned. <laughs> You're oh. braver than me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, for what was um, we were talking like, oh man, I'm glad that, or we knew you were scared because 45 rounds aren't cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're in there pop shot in the dark. I think there was like 10 bucks gone right there. You know, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, there you go. Quick story from hunting camp. Oh, sorry, but we had to break it out on the hey, podcast. That's hilarious. That makes a great story. Good hunting camp vibes. <laughs> Should we add anything else to that story? Should we just cap her there? Just be a nice little short story for the show. Yeah. I'll no, probably tack good. this on to another episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, oh man. yeah. Nothing. We left Eric at the trailhead, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, you guys, we, we need to book hunters so we don't, we don't be telling all this stuff. <laughs> we're a little different, though. We're, we're, the podcast boys, it's like, yeah, well, whatever. Then we... <laughs> Everyone gets back like, hey, where's Eric? <laughs> oh, shit. Is he okay? In reach him and tell him we're on our way. He went back and got him. Yeah, when he got back, I figured Eric was going to beat him out. And so. Nobody was beating me out that yeah, night. Nobody. <laughs> and well, I seen you get in the truck with Brandon, and then Brandon just peeled out. I'm like, oh, Eric must have came out and got in the truck with him. Yeah. I guess Brandon told him I was up looking for Eric. So uh, I was like, well, he already grabbed Eric. Let's go. And we get back. And Brandon's telling me, he says, bait was set and hooked. He says, what's Eric saying? I'm like, I thought you had Eric. Oh, that's awesome. So you guys seen him pull off. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. I, I, it's an Eric the inreach message. Hey, they're coming back to get you. Eric gets back to camp. We're sitting there around the campfire. There goes his, oh, hey, they're coming back to get me. <laughs> Send him like 20 minutes later. It's all perfect. Oh, that's awesome. Do you, do you hate everybody now? No, no. <laughs> I, I, that's just a funny-ass story. No, the fact good. that Kelby is brave enough to, you know, do that knowing that I've got a gun in my hands, you know. <laughs> Gets Western real quick out here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, there it is. There's a story time. Yeah. We'll end it right there. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We promise that if you book this camp for next spring, we won't be that cruel to you. Go shoot your bow. We love you. I just get real excited. Had the opportunity to maybe see an antelope or a fox, you know, or some sort of mountain beast. 
A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'm the old there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.